Welcome to the Fashion Your Passion podcast. I'm your host, Sammy Reyes, a college student here to help you fashion your passion and transform your life. This past year, I've learned a lot about living out your true passions and implementing the best habits, and I'm ready to share these tips with you. Season three is nothing like you've ever heard on any other podcast before, and I'm so excited to take you on this journey with me. Let's get to it. As many of you know, this podcast was just a 4 a.m. idea in preparation for a school project. Now it is a way that I get to spread my voice and help other teens create the best habits for their life. I want to hear your voice too. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's all the tools you need in the app or on their website. And my favorite part is that Anchor distributes your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can make money from your podcast too. It's everything you need, and all you have to do is go to anchor.fm or download the free Anchor app to get started. I can't wait to listen to your podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever it is that you are, whatever time zone you're in. I hope you are going to have a great day. I hope you are having a great day or had a great day. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy you guys decided to tune in this week. There's a lot that I have to say this week, but I will try to keep it as short as possible. It is currently 8.22 a.m. on Saturday, August 8th. It is the last day that I will be sleeping in my childhood home of 15 years. My family has decided to pack up their things and move to California. As you guys know, I attend San Diego State University and my little fan club has decided to follow me over there. Luckily, they'll be four hours away, but it's been a crazy few weeks being home and having to pack everything and pack for college as well as pack for the new home that we have in California. It's been an emotional ride for sure. I've had my fair share of tears and anger and anxiety and sadness and so many things. But on the other hand, I know in good faith that everything that is going to happen is happening because it's supposed to. And everything that's happening will result in something good, will result in something that just makes sense in our lives. And as much as I don't understand what's happening right now, I know that I was given it because I could deal with it. And I was given it because I could work with it and learn from it and stuff like that. And all I can really just confirm with myself at this point is that I have created such a life for myself in San Diego with so, so many things going for me that whether I have my childhood home in New York or not, it doesn't really matter as much because my life is now in San Diego. And I think, you know, unfortunately now I have to be quote unquote full time in San Diego. San Diego is such a blessing. It's such a beautiful place that I'm so excited to sort of be there quote unquote full time. But I think I wasn't really expecting to do that. I wasn't really expecting myself to have to pick up everything from my childhood home and go out awfully quickly. And that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about unexpected things. I want to talk about what it's like to cope with a huge life change. 
But before I do that, I wanted to thank you all because as many of you know, this is the last episode of season three. I'm not going anywhere. Don't you worry. But next week we'll start season four. We're going to start fresh and brand new. I will be doing a few episodes solo for the first month or so of season four, but it is all fresh. We're going to have new logos. We're going to have new graphics and new guests and stuff like that, which I'm so, 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 so excited about. But season three was really amazing. We hit 56 episodes. We had on two return guests. We survived through COVID. We had so many cool other guests. We hit 5,000 downloads on the podcast. We're currently at 5.8 thousand downloads, which is so surreal to me. We're on the way to 10K, which is so amazing. Thank you guys so much for the support. It literally is so unbelievable that I'm still doing this to this day. It's a little more than a year that I've been doing this and we've gotten so, so, so far already. I'm super excited about everything that I have in store for you guys. Like, You guys don't know this, but there are so many behind the scenes things that I'm doing for my brand and I'm literally so excited about it. The world is going to change when I launch everything next week. Like next week is a huge launch week for me. I'm launching a new personal brand and I'm launching a new podcast logo and I'm launching a bunch of other things. And there's still more behind the scenes things you guys are not going to see until the new year, just because I don't really have time for everything right now, but it's all going to be super exciting. And I think you guys are going to really like it a lot because It's just made me sort of the happiest that I've been in a very long time. And I'm just so happy to be able to have found something that is my passion and that I can fall in love with every single day and feel like I'm never working a day in my life. That was really the initial point of this podcast was to help you guys find something you could fall in love with every single day, even though you had to work your nine to five or you had to go to school in the morning. Like The point of the podcast was to be able to show you how you can do what you truly love outside of school, outside of work. And I think that for me, I'm so grateful that that work and that objective of showing you guys how to pursue your passion has turned into my career, has turned into me being, you know, a social media manager and me being a podcast host and a motivational speaker soon to be author and stuff like that. And so I'm just super, super grateful that I get to continue to show you the story, how it unravels. And I get to continue to show you what's going on in my life and how I'm sort of dealing with it all. But, you know, enough rambling for right now. Obviously, you can see I'm super excited. I'm super passionate about the work that I'm doing, again, which is just so important for anyone. But I really, really want to talk about dealing with uncomfortable situations and coping with a really big change. And like I said before, my family is moving to California. They're moving to the LA area. So they'll be about four hours away from me, which is really good. I'm happy that they're not next door. I mean, I love them to pieces and everything, but it's good to have some space sometimes. And obviously, you know, that's what would have been thought of when I moved from New York to California just to do that. But obviously there are so many other reasons why I moved to California. But my family has been wanting to move for a very long time. 
My parents have wanted to move to California since before I was born, but they stayed in New York because that's where my mom's family was. And around last year time, right before I was about to move in, my dad told me that they might be moving too. And I remember I told him, I was like, I don't want to all move at the same time. I want to be able to sort of have my moment. I was a first year at San Diego State University. And as much as I had been away before, I took a semester abroad in Israel my junior year of high school. You guys all know that. It was different because my family was able to come over, help me move in, help me get settled. And they didn't just have to drop me off at the airport and leave me there. So I wanted it to be an experience. I didn't want it to be, oh, everyone's moving at the same time, la-di-da, which it is right now. Like I'm moving into my apartment four days after we get to their house. But it was my first year and I wanted my own experience. And so he said, okay, fine. He didn't move in August. And then November, you know, I was having some feelings about not going to school anymore and going off and pursuing my own passion and just doing the work that I had loved doing because I was so upset because I was so swamped by school that I couldn't do the podcast. You guys know at the beginning of last year, I took a break from the podcast and I was so upset about it that I couldn't do the podcast. I couldn't, you know, sort of write the things I wanted to write. I couldn't go out and speak places because I was so focused on schoolwork, but it just turned out that I was just doing the wrong work, which will be a later episode. But November, my dad and I are talking and he said, you know, I'm coming out in a few months. You know, I'm moving to an apartment and I'm going to start searching for a California job and you can come stay with me if you really don't want to be in school. And at that point, I was an absolute mess and I was just so emotional about the whole thing. I was like, this is great. I was so sort of torn between do I stay in school or do I not? Because what I wanted to do was live in my dorm room, but not go to classes, like not be enrolled in school. Like that's not how it works. So. I was very, very torn and I stuck out the rest of first semester and I came home for winter break and I really just repaired myself. The first week I was home, I slept every single day for 15 plus hours. I was also very depressed in the moment. Just there was so much going on in my life that I was unsure of a lot of things and I didn't know how to cope with them. So I just slept it off and it took a lot of my energy every single day during the first semester to sort of get up and do life. And so when I came home, I was able to sort of take a break from all of that. And then also over break, like I got this sort of refreshed mindset of I can do school. Let me just finish out my first year. I had an amazing talk with my mentor right before I left school. And we sort of decided together that I would just stick out the first year and see how I feel after that. And when I came back to school, I was happier. I knew I was going to change my major. So that was in the works. And I had met this amazing, amazing friend of mine. I was so committed to becoming closer with a lot of the friends who I met first semester. And I just started going at it. And then about a month in, I found this amazing, amazing internship. Thank you to Lauren, who's probably listening to this right now. She is a blessing in my life. We're now coworkers, which is absolutely insane to me. But she found this amazing internship in Little Italy, San Diego at a podcast PR agency and I DM them and they didn't answer. I was like, oh my God, no. And then I emailed them and they're like, oh my gosh, yes, like come in. You know, we'll see if you're a good fit for the team or whatever. And then 
about a day and a half later, I got the email saying, welcome to the team. We were so excited to have you on. And I was so excited. It was my first real internship because before I just had a job in my temple in New York and I just knew everyone and I knew what to do because I lived it for so many years. It was pretty much nothing. So I was so nervous. My first internship, I remember my first week I started, I went down like for my first day for my training. It was like the week before we got sent home for COVID and I went down for my first day and she's like, okay, I'll see you next week. And then the beginning of next week, I got the text saying, you need to be out of the dorm room tomorrow at 7 p.m. And I was so upset. I was like, oh my God. I was like, my best friend and I, we had so many things planned and my internship just started and this and that and da da da. But luckily enough, I packed everything up. I threw half of it in a storage unit. I had half of it in my two duffels that I had. My two duffels, my backpack, my purse, and my camera bag. Let me tell you, I was a freaking hot mess in this airport. <laughs> but I packed everything up and I came back home and I was not happy to be here at all. I was distraught and I was stressed out. I had so many things, so many school things to do when I got home to finish up the semester that I actually didn't know what to do with myself. The first sort of week and a half, I would sort of just show up for class and that was it. I was tired. I got sick for a few days. Luckily, it wasn't COVID or anything, but it was a mess. And May 14th could not come soon enough. When it did come, I was beyond relief. I just slept the entire day the next day because I was just so tired from all the work I had to do. Because with traveling and with sort of getting back to New York, it was very stressful. So I missed a few assignments when it all first went down. So I had to catch up on those. So I was finally, finally, finally done with everything. That was May. I finished school. And then in the middle of June, I remember I came downstairs one day and my dad was like, I'm leaving for California on July 31st. And I sort of stopped in my tracks and I go, what? And he goes, yeah, we're going to find a condo and I'm leaving July 31st no matter what. I'm going to find a job in a condo by then. And you guys are coming out right before you go to school. And I just didn't want to hear that. I remember I ran up to my room and I cried for probably like a half an hour about it. And I was so upset. I was like, why are they following me? Why are they moving? I don't want to leave here. All that stuff like that. And for the first month that, you know, we sort of knew we were leaving and they started packing things in our house, I refused to help them because I am a very emotional person and I put an emotional connection and attachment on everything. People say like, oh, like your house is just like, a piece of wood that's like built up. But for me, it's memories. It's my childhood. It's a place that I always knew was safe, a place I knew I could come back to if I needed to ever. Now it's not going to be mine anymore. So the first month I really refused to help pack. I packed my own stuff as I could, but I really just wanted everything to stay intact. I didn't want to believe that it was happening. And then July 31st sort of came up. And my dad left for California and I really just didn't know how to feel because I was still so in disbelief that this was happening. And it was hard for me to sort of be like, oh crap, like we're all moving to California, not just me this year, it's all of us. And so, you know, I knew I needed to help my mom out. It was going to be me, my mom, my two sisters for the next two and a half weeks. And I knew I needed to sort of help her out. And so 
when we came home, I sort of went into full force of packing and figuring out logistic things and canceling all the different stuff we needed to cancel with our house. And just being by my mom's side is really the most important thing for me. And I had, you know, sort of two weeks of eat, sleep, pack, repeat. I sort of went into survival mode at that point, And that's what I did. I also was able to sort of meet with a lot of my friends in between then and just sort of break the news to them and reminisce on old times and catch up and just be present with the relationships in my life and the people who have made such an impact on my life. And yes, there were many, many tears that were shed when I met with my friends, but I know that I will always be able to come back and they are always welcome in San Diego, no matter what. And today the movers are coming to pick up pretty much everything. Our cars will leave on Monday, but they're coming to pick up everything today. And we're going over to my grandparents to stay there for the next few days. It's Saturday and we leave on Wednesday. It's just so surreal to me. And I think that the best part of this all is the fact that I have sort of been able to be more present in my own life because there was so much uncertainty and so much of what's going to happen. Are we getting a condo? Are we getting an apartment? Are we getting a house? Are you having a job? Are you continuing your job? Are you doing this and that? That I was able to sort of look at my life and I knew 100% that I would have an apartment in San Diego. I was going to school. I was doing my internships. You know, I acquired two more in the past year, which is so amazing. And I was hired for two jobs as well. And so just falling back into my own life and also creating all the things that I've created in the past month, pretty much for you guys, really just has been my saving grace in a sense. You know, as much as I was packing and as much as I was focused on the house, I also was focused on my work. And I also knew that I would have to take time out every single day to work, to do my own thing. Because if I didn't, I wouldn't be as stable as I am today. And that's the thing about things that you love to do. They help you in any circumstance. And I think that if you develop something you absolutely fall in love with, then you will be willing to bring it out every single day. You'll be willing to do it every single day, no matter what, and you'll feel better because of it. You know, when the gym was open, I loved going to the gym and that's what I would do. And I cannot wait to go back, but I'd gotten to the habit of doing what I loved. And so I went to the gym every single day. Now what it is, it's my internships. It's my own personal brand. It's my jobs, which is what I love to do. And I would 160 times much rather do my jobs, my internships than pack. But packing is a necessity, so I have to do it. And there was so much stress and there was so much overwhelm, but I took an hour, two hours, three hours to focus on my internship, focus on my job and stuff like that. And that's what kept me sane. And coping has not been easy. Let me tell you that one. It has not been easy at all whatsoever. But I know that I have to keep reminding myself that there is a better time and the light is ahead. And I know that because of everything that I have going for me coming into the semester. But I think, you know, your head can play such tricks on you. 
it says, no, you're in danger right now. You got to do something about it. You know, you're in danger, like do something about it. But it's not true. My family, like they're picking up all the boxes today and then we'll clean up the house and we're going to get out of here. And then that's it. You know, I'm meeting with my friends for the last time on Monday and on Tuesday. And then Wednesday morning, it's au revoir. It's let's move on. I'm glad I can give you an update on life and I'm glad that you stuck around for this long into the podcast because I could be a rambler sometimes. But I think that this soul episode is really just a way for me to get off what's on my chest, but also a way for you guys to just find some insights into coping with hard times, coping with things that make you uncomfortable and, and, and situations that you just weren't expecting. And I think to summarize out of this podcast episode, what you should know is that you just need to find something you love to do and find the time to do it. The basis of this podcast episode is exactly how I'm coping with difficult times. The original, original intention of this podcast is how I'm coping with difficult times. And if that goes to show anything, it goes to show that I, A, stay true to my word, but B, I know how impactful finding your passion, doing what you love is. And that's why I emphasize it so much. This isn't just something that I do. It's not just something that I'm trying to do to get famous at all. That's not the point of this. The point of this all for me is to impact as many lives as possible. It's to show as many people as possible that they can do what they love to do every single day and they don't have to regret doing it and they don't have to quit their nine to five to do it. They don't have to quit school to do it because it's possible to do anything you want if you make the time to do it and if you want to do it. And yes, there are so many things you probably don't want to do that you have to do, but doing what you love, you shouldn't feel like you have to do it. And if you feel like you have to do it, then that's something you love to do. And yes, there will be small tasks in what you love to do that will just bust your balls and you just won't want to do it. Those little tasks should be connected to a bigger why and a bigger thing that you love to do, which will sort of motivate you more. If you guys stayed this long into the episode, I appreciate you immensely. And I thank you for staying in this long. If you learned anything from this episode, please be sure to screenshot it, post it on your Instagram story, and tag me at Fashion Your Passion Podcast, at Sammy.Reyes, whatever you want to tag, I don't mind. And please, please, please do not forget to leave a five-star rating and a review because I love to read them all. They warm my heart so, so, so much. And it helps me to be able to be found in Apple Podcasts when people are searching up podcasts. So thank you guys so much once again for sticking around this long. I don't know how I talked for this long first thing in the morning, but it happened and I love you all so much. Stay tuned for next week. Go follow at Fashion Your Passion Podcast and at Sammy.Rays if you are not already to get the inside scoop on the launch and on season four and everything of that nature. I love you guys so much and I will talk to you guys next week. 
Thank you so much for tuning in once again to the Fashion Your Passion podcast. I hope you learned something from this episode. And if you did, don't forget to screenshot you listening to this episode, post on your Instagram story, and tag me at Fashion Your Passion podcast. I love hearing what you learned. As well, do not forget to scroll down and leave a rating and review. I love to read those too and know what you guys are thinking about the podcast. Be sure to tell all of your friends about this podcast because I want to spread this to as many teens as possible. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys next week.